This is a Capricorn FM podcast. You know there are people who go around telling, I could write a book about my life. Like you look at them, really, dog. You don't see anything interesting. And you, <laughs> because you have been exposed to them okay. for the longest of time, uh-huh. and the people that have the most interesting lives and they've got all the content in the world. Don't write books about it. All right, now we talk to novelist and author of various books, including A Little Light. And Tigang Mulchele is joining us on the line. Good morning. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? I am lovely, Paul. Good morning to you and morning complexion. Morning. So maybe let's get this from an author's perspective. How difficult is it or, or how easy would you say it is to write a best-selling book? Um, it is both very very easy and it is also very 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 difficult because there are a lot of variables that you need to bear in mind and um, what you perceive from an authorial point of view to be you know um right up there in terms of literary quality or subject matter treatment or interest might not resonate with people in the way that you intend so there are market forces that actually um, have got a bearing on these kinds of things. On the easiest side of things is if you're passionate about your craft and you believe in what you are doing, and it's easy to actually, uh, without uh, you know undermining the commitment and the hard work that is needed, to actually put together something worth reading. So what are the qualities of a bestseller book? Like, what did you find works for you when you were writing your first bestseller? Um, the qualities of a bestseller, it has, the story has to resonate with a lot of people sure. because uh, people have to buy it. It has to be branded and marketed mm. properly mm. because it is a commercial product. The book is a commercial product at the end of the day. So uh, not only has it, uh, the, in terms of how it responds to the uh, dominant themes of a particular time period in history, whether it's a personal life or it's a social setting or it's a cultural reading, where the thematic choices are that people can identify with. And uh, also the science of marketing behind uh, commercial products, which includes literary works, uh, it's a very important thing because a book can't be a bestseller if people don't know about it, for instance. And, And from a point of view of knowledge production, uh, that is where uh, institutions like universities, where there is formal literature studies or literature criticism, and you interface that with the media space, uh, particularly now in an area where we living in a very globalized world um, with very intricate social media uh, platforms and information uh, in the information age, so to speak. So. Um, products such as a good book, you get a viral reaction to a book, for instance, uh, where there's a lot of people saying this uh, uh, book spoke to me. And if there are, you know, other, you know, groupings like book clubs or, you know, um, sort of um, literary interest areas across genres, actually, that is how you actually get to a book being a bestseller. And then the name of the writer is equally important, you know, because when a writer writes, you you build a following of people that actually read your work. And there are detractors as well um, when you go with that. And even, you know, like a very bad review of a book might be uh, actually good for the book because it gets people to want to read it for themselves 
and uh, those that feel passionately about it also come to the defense of a particular artwork. So if we think about books, we shouldn't really think about them as isolated from the um, overall artistic output of human endeavors. You know, books are part of art. So you look at them as you would from a response point of view. Um, a visual, uh, visual piece of visual art, for example, music, sculpture, uh, Etc. Mm. Does this advice apply to an ordinary person like myself, an unknown person? Because sometimes we think that you need to be you need to be known or some kind of a political hero in order to write a book about your own life. You know, what kind of people sort of get that opportunity to write the bestsellers? Um, it, I think the DNA uh, of your question actually primarily speaks to what is the uh, weight of the story that is being told. You know, I don't think it uh, uh, um, has to do with a person only. You know, a person, yes, it's important that uh, it would be assumed that they've done something of, you know, historic, personal, human family value mm. uh, for them to be able to uh, actually write something that is compelling. Mm. But it's the story primarily that is important, you know, um, and that is why books have got blurbs at the back of them. It will tell you this novel is about one, two, three, four, five, or this biography or autobiography, it's about this and this and this. And that is why even in the life of a person who is famous, and by the way, we need to maybe take four steps back and say all the luminaries in the world and the most famous high-achieving people, they started at novelties at some point. So the nature of stories is such that it's an incremental accumulation of uh, value or personal significance within a life continuum. See, so that is where we start. So once the story is there of a person, no matter how high achieving it is, you'd see that even that very important person, we, you can't tell everything or every anecdote. It's very selective material on what, um, you know, uh, makes um, it important. I mean, I was rereading The Promised Land, A Promised Land, which is the Obama uh, um, presidential uh, biography. Um, there is a lot of things that I'm aware that happened in the White House when he was there that are nowhere um, in the book. Why? Because they would have been compelling for a reader. So it needs to, a story needs to hit high notes and for it to be compelling, for it to be commercially successful, for it to have cultural value. Because books are, it's a, it's a depository into human knowledge, so to speak. I think that is a wealth of knowledge and for the next person who is trying to you know, think about writing a book or whatever, mm. uh, th- this, is a, this has been a great masterclass. It's a, it's a great place to start in terms of getting your thoughts in order. Are you not curious in finding out between men and women who are the best sellers uh, as far as Litswai oh. is concerned? Litswai in terms of? I mean, uh, you, you know, I, I think um, it was just mentioned just now um, thinking that uh, you know, when he read uh, Barack Obama um, mm, mm. biography, he, autobiography, he sort of got a sense that there were some parts that were removed. Mm. Yeah, I take that as part of spicing as well, because you choose which parts are most interesting and which are not. So even in terms of exaggerating whatever experience that you are writing about during that time, so that it resonates with the person that is reading the book or your mm-hmm. target market, you know, between men and women, like who seems to be getting it right more? I don't know. 
we, we can ask him TK. We can, we can, <laughs> we can ask him again. No, no, and, and, like even when you tell stories, in Jay, the amount of spice that you throw in there. Is very nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel stereotyped. I'm going to leave that to our guests this morning. So, complexions <laughs> question to say between men and women. You know, according to yeah. what you've come across, yeah. what's your question again? Who do you think is there? Yeah, between female uh, authors and male authors, like who gets it right? Okay. Uh, I, I think it's a competence matter. Um, in my writing life, there are outstanding and absolutely brilliant, brilliant, brilliant uh, uh, lady writers. You know, but one has to be very careful there. Um, because, you know, if you're a writer, you're a writer. And uh, if it becomes a gendered uh, output, then it starts to enter into the realm of politics and not art, you know. And for me, personally, speaking for myself, but I would say that, you know, it depends on the writer who is working. And I don't think it's a man or woman uh, thing. Same way as there are motion picture directors that are women. And if they were not any good, they would not have made careers of other writers or cinematographers or camera operators. So it is about the personal um, you know, credentials of a human being other than a gendered reading, reading of, of, of that. Right. I'm awesome. Answered. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us. I really appreciate your time. That's novelist and author of various books, including A Little Light. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.